Welcome to Sovereign Self, weaving spiritual awakening with the fabric of everyday life. Your host is Zofia Renea Morales. We'll discuss and show you how you can achieve the highest potential in your life through divine wisdom and really live. Now, here is your host, Zofia Renea Morales. Welcome back to another episode of Sovereign Self. This is your host, Sophia Renea Morales, and I'm excited to bring today's show with to you today. We have a panel that is going to be discussing bridging intuition and the rational mind, which I know from my own journey and from clients that this is one of the most challenging things to do, especially if you've been a very intellectually guided person for most of your life. It, it's a real process to learn to build the trust in your intuition that gets you into that flow of life that we all seek uh, so avidly. I'd love to introduce my panel to you today. I have five amazing energy workers and healers and coaches with me today. Uh, the first is Marla Goldberg. She is an energy healer, intuitive speaker, teacher, and host of Guided Spirit Conversations podcast, as well as a best-selling author. Marla began her spiritual journey in 2003 when her life hit rock bottom and she had nowhere to turn. Today, Marla has been trained in over 20 different healing modalities and works with her clients in clearing blocks, programming and guiding them to live the life they were divinely meant to live. And this was a much longer bio. So go out to sovereignself.live and you can catch the rest of that bio over there. <laughs> uh, my next guest is Anna Kowalska. She guides soul-centered, multi-passionate women through the discovery of their unique soul purpose and gifts so that they have success in life and business. She's a soul purpose catalyst, transformation mentor, and hand analyst. She guides her clients out of burnout that feels like there's got to be more to life than this. And she takes them from feeling restless and thinking I'm meant for more to a feeling of fulfillment and satisfaction living their fullest potential on purpose and prosperously. And my third guest is LaRue Epler. She's based in McKinney, Texas, a transformation coach, author, speaker, and creative of the Evoke Method, a technology for rapid, rapid inner and outer change. Her greatest passion is helping people recognize, trust, and follow their intuition to create fulfilling lives and careers. Her clients range from professional women to entrepreneur and Grammy and Emmy winners, as well as ordinary people just like yourselves and herself. LaRue is also the co-author of Your Essential Whisper, a book that teaches how to tell the difference between the voice in your head and your intuition. Charlotte Clark, excuse me, is my fourth guest, and she first realized she was gifted at age 11. Her gifts have continued to evolve and grow in different directions and to new depths or heights each year, depending on how you choose to measure. Um, like many children, she denied this gift as it seemed to scare others when she talked about her, talked to them about her capacity to feel what they were experiencing. Clients have called her a divine healer and said she has the Jesus touch. Uh, she feels more comfortable calling herself an esoteric surgeon. She works together with clients to make a difference because each of us feels better when we live our life fully. The ripple effect of possibility is unimaginable. And this brings us now to our final 
uh, panelist. Victoria Shaw is a licensed professional counselor and spiritual coach who combines her background and training in psychology and counseling with her intuitive gifts to help clients heal, grow, and realize their spiritual and full personal potential. She especially loves working with people who are committed to using their struggles and life experiences to fuel their own spiritual awakening. Victoria is the author of four self-help books for children, parents, and teens, and she's the mother of two-spirited, now adult children. Welcome, ladies. I'm so happy to have you here with me. Yay! Hello. Hello, hello. So I have this amazing list of questions here. Uh, and I think we need to just kind of start from the beginning. Let's, let's start with how do you know if that voice in your head is ego as opposed to your intuition? And uh, just kind of wave your hand. Who would like to attack that first? LaRue. Yeah, well, one of the things that I, I tell people when they ask me this is that the voice in the head usually has a, a word because that comes after whatever it's telling you to do, is it, you, you know, called Sally, because intuition might say call Sally, but it doesn't really tell you why usually, <laughs> right? <Yes. laughs> so, so just pay attention to, you know, what you're thinking is if it says, because that's the brain trying to fill it in. Now, sometimes we can have a true intuitive thought or, or voice inside of us. And the mind can come in right away and want to start taking over and telling us mm -hmm. why. But there's a, little, there's a little moment in there between when the intuition comes and the mind starts to take over. I love that. Marla, I know you have something to add on this topic. I do. What I find is... When intuition is talking, when when you're being guided, um, it's oh, it's usually benevolent. It is, um, it could have humor, but it's rarely critical, judgmental, uh, you know, or attacking in any way. So if you're feeling something, a negative message to come through, that's not spirit. That's ego because spirit doesn't work in that capacity. Spirit, spirit truly works in a benevolent way. Mm. Victoria, you're over there. Yeah, I would <laughs> add too. you know, a lot of people say, is it my fear or is it my intuition? Right. And mm -hmm. as a counselor, I get a lot of people that have those anxiety and those anxious and those fear thoughts. And what I tell people and what's been my experience is that even when your intuition is giving you information about something that maybe your mind doesn't like, right. Or right. would think or that would is something to fear. Scary. Right. Yeah. yeah. It's always the initial thread is always calm. It's calm. It's clear. It does not have emotion. It doesn't have yeah. any energetic charge. And sometimes, of course, you know, like LaRue said, your feelings can come in really, really fast and, and close that gap. But the initial hit of your intuition is always really clear and calm. So if you have a repetitive fear going through your brain, it's probably not your intuition. Yeah, exactly. I, I love that because that's my personal measure that my intuition, when it comes through, it's so just the facts, ma'am. It's like, yeah. do this. Mm -hmm. This is what's going to happen. And then at some point, obviously, my ego is going to respond to that. But the initial information is, is very neutral, very clear, very just the facts. Right. Yeah. I heard something recently that really made it clear. This is totally riffing off what you ladies have shared. Intuition spirit doesn't tell us what not to do. 
because that's fear-based, it usually guides us to something, towards something. Mm. Yeah, even really if you're nice. avoiding something, it's not like get out of the way of that car. It's like right. get on the sidewalk. Yes, yes, <laughs> exactly. Really that's mm-hmm. really good. Yeah. yeah. Charlotte, what's your experience? Um, with intuition versus ego is more like if you feel it in your body and there's no resistance and obviously that's intuition and the mind is usually ran more by the ego in the mindset, you know, because of the constant thinking, racing, rushing. But when you get a hit and even a thought and you feel like in your body, peace, calm, like a yes, then there's really no question to ego versus intuition because your whole body resonates with it versus the mind chatter that will talk you out of things, tell you you're wrong, make you rethink, you know, all those kind of things. And ego has a lovely way of doing that. <laughs> or <it's> like, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> but you're like, no, this is, this is a knowing, like, I know this is intuition. So with my clients, I'm like, if you, you know, when something comes through, feel it through your body and in your body, does it give you peace or does it give you a lot of anxiety? Um, and then, you know, go a little further, you know, into the conversation in the mind of, is it ego? Is it intuition? And usually, and as they do it, you know what I mean? As you, as you work with it, practice it, you know, without questioning much anymore, because you know what your intuition is versus your ego. Exactly. Well, and that segues us nicely into to the next question that I get a lot, which is, how do I learn to trust this, right? Because we were raised with this, you need to think about it, you need to rationalize it out, you know, put pros and cons on both sides of the paper, these kinds of things around our decision making and how we guide our lives. So how do you begin to build trust in that intuition? Yeah. Yeah. I think, you know, it's about starting a dialogue with your inner wisdom. And I often tell people when they're starting out, start a journal and start just noticing all the things that you think are your intuition, right? Write it down because later on, you will be surprised how many of those things come true and look back at your past too. And things that, you know, everyone has had an experience where they knew something They didn't know how they knew it. And it turned out to be right. And if you start to journal on those, and if you start to pay attention to those and notice those, you've opened the, the, that dialogue with your inner wisdom and you've started to like, you know, uh, create that conduit and it's happening all the time. So we just have to start looking for it. And then as you get more experience and you get more validation, you just naturally trust it more because you realize, oh my God, this is really working. Yeah, this is this is that voice right. that, that steered me in the right direction the last like 16 times. I like that. You know, the most common story I've noticed because I've sat in like intuition development circles and this sort of thing over the years, we would begin with these stories about, well, what's happened this week? What has your intuition been telling you? What did your your guides send to you information-wise? And the most common story was oh, you know, I, I, I was getting ready to, you know, sign a contract or do this thing. And I got this feeling that I shouldn't do it. And we're like, okay, so what did you do? Well, I did it anyway. And the reason I regretted it later because of X, Y, (laughs) Z. And so that's kind of like the flip side of learning to trust your intuition is when you ignore it. (laughs) 
Uh, Marla, I think you had something to add to that. I did. So on top of the journal, um, because I believe in, but I would ask questions, write the questions in the journal. You can go into a meditative process or go wash dishes, clear your mind. Because what I find is you really get answers when you're in the shower, you're washing dishes, you're driving because you're not focusing on the question at hand. So mm-hmm. it's like putting it out there and just allowing it to come. And you can write your answers, you know, like Victoria said, in a journal. But you'll find that if you keep doing that, asking questions, getting your response, you will be able to follow the trend of information that's given. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, Anna. Uh, yeah. I like to start playing and start or even continue playing with inconsequential small things. Like, mm. for example, <laughs> I parked my car in a certain spot and the next morning I was walking my dog and for no reason I looked up at a sign and it said, the street, it's a street sweeping, right? I live in Denver, street oh. sweeping. And it was two blocks away. I'm like, why am I looking at this sign? And why am I paying attention to looking at this sign? Well, I came home. I didn't do anything about it. And 15 minutes later, my neighbor informed me that I get a ticket on my car. Because you didn't move, move it. it. <laughs> so it's this, you know, and it's $50. I mean, it's not a big deal, right? Signing contract for a house could be a lot more consequential or making bigger decisions. So playing with smaller things, like taking umbrella when it's sunny, if you have a hit, right? Yeah. Following that and starting to develop a relationship and trust that way that, yeah, you know, when I trust that little voice with smaller things, I build relationship with it. Yeah. Which, which reminds me of a story that I had very early in my, my intuition developing process, right? I decided to take that approach, which is, I'm just going to ask my intuition about every choice. And one of the choices I chose to ask about was, uh, should I go left or right? Mm-hmm. Okay. And I'm one of these people is super important to me to arrive like on time or early. Mm-hmm. And I kept arriving late to stuff. I'm like, what is the deal here? And then I noticed that I was always being sent past the broken down cars, the accidents, the people who have been pulled over by the police. And it's because I'm supposed to be there to send love and angels or provide concrete support. Not because I'm supposed to arrive on time. (laughs) (laughs) We've got two minutes before the break. What do you have to add to this, Charlotte? Um, What I was doing when I first started doing the intuition and talking to others and like beefing it up was I would ask for a clear and concise direction in my driving because driving, it's like you do it on autopilot in a sense. And whatever nudge I hit to go, I went that way. Well, in time, you know, reflecting back and what I did was say, which direction do I need to go to get there the quickest, fastest, less mess kind of situation. And each time I did it and I would, you know, check it afterwards, usually the way that I was planning to going, but listened to the intuition and went, there was a car accident. There was a, this, there was a, that. So it made it even stronger. And I just, and like others have said, just test it, test it in the small things. Cause as the smaller, then things become bigger and you know, without a doubt. Yeah, exactly. Well, and my, My error, I think, when I posed my question wasn't what's the most expeditious way to get me there. (laughs) It was what's the optimal route for me to take. Now, Mm -hmm. I didn't say optimal for me to arrive on time. (laughs) 
<laughs> right. It was it like highest and best good of everybody. <laughs> right. No, I was just like, you know, I'm on a time limit, so give me there as fast as I can, you know, and safely. <laughs> exactly. And then there were accidents and one and intuition, I should have known. I got angry in the moment, but we all do have these human moments. I blew a tire on my way to town and it pissed me off. But at the end of the time, when it got all done and taken care of, when I got up another two blocks, there was a massive car accident with the ambulances and everything. Oh, and Had you could I have not... been part of that mess. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. And then I decided, nope, I'm, I'm going to continue to listen. I'm going home for the day. <laughs> done. <laughs> done. Let's call it a day. I love that. And we're getting down to the end of our first section here. This has been wonderful. And when we come back, we're going to look at a few other topics around intuition. Like, how can we really harness our intuition to, to improve our situation if we've had, you know, health problems in our lives, job setbacks, these sorts of things? How can we make the world a better place using our intuition? Uh, as well as how can we do more concrete things like actually make the mortgage payment. So hang with us and we will be right back from the break. This is the Voice America Influencers Channel. Be inspired. Hey, beautiful soul. Sophia Renea Morales here. I've been doing Sovereign Self for over a year now and I would like to hear from you. Tell me what you want to hear in coming shows. Go to TellZofia, that's T-E-L-L-Z-O-F-I-A.com. Drop me a quick note and let me know. How has this show supported you? Where should we go next? Or are you perfectly content with where we're going at the moment? That's TellZofia.com. Your opinion is critical in informing where I take the show next. Thank you so much and live soul first. In a Realm is a free monthly holistic health magazine that promotes total health and wellness of body, mind, and spirit. We're a much-loved community resource for both alternative and traditional healing. We're in our 24th year of educating our readers about innovative therapies aimed at stress reduction, emotional healing, diet modification, energy healing, body movement therapies like yoga and tai chi, and so much more. Restore your soul, find your balance, and elevate your life with Inner Realm. Find us at innerrealmmagazine.com. Get Unchained. Tune in every Monday for Jane Unchained on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Featuring nationally recognized, best-selling author, TV journalist, and social media influencer, Jane Velez Mitchell. This program takes you inside a trending lifestyle that's the next wave of human evolution. It all starts on your plate. If you want to revolutionize your life, get happier, more energized, then discover the secret. Tune in to Jane Unchained, Mondays at 10 a.m. Pacific Time and 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. You are listening to Sovereign Self with Sophia Renea Morales. We'd love to hear from you on the show today. Call in to 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795. Or if you'd prefer, send an email to asksophia at transformationspace.co. Now, 
back to Sovereign Cell. Thanks for hanging in with us through the break. This is Sophia Renea Morales, and I'm here with my amazing panel of guests, Marla Goldberg, Victoria Shaw, Anna Kowalska, LaRue Epler, and Charlotte Clark. Uh, and if you'd like to connect with any of these amazing and beautiful women, you can go out to sovereignself.media and opt in for speaker gifts, and I will have all of their contact information out there so that you can uh, follow up with whichever one is resonating with you in this moment. So before we went to break, we talked about intuition and, and having kind of these little things that we use to build our trust in our intuition. Mm -hmm. And I think before we go too much farther into it, I'd like to understand from each of you how your intuition arrives for you, because I know some people get knowing, some people actually hear words or see signs or feel things in their body. So I'd love to hear from each of you, what's the main way your intuition talks to you and what are some of the secondary ways for you? Because we're all wired a little differently. <laughs> uh, LaRue, you wanna start that? Yeah, um, I get them through, I think, all of the, the channels. Uh, but primarily, I think my number one is um, audibly an inner voice. I, I hear words. Um, I also, combined with that, have a, a deep sense of feeling in my body, like a knowing or some kind of, some kind of energy that, that matches um, whatever words are being given to me. Mm. Um, like today in my meditation, I was you know, meditating on tomorrow, the election. And I literally heard the words, don't be spooked. And I just started <laughs> laughing. I just like, what's I, this supposed to mean? <laughs> yeah. It was like, oh, okay. Well, yeah, duh. Like just let go of all the fear. Right. And yep. just be guided. And so, you know, that's my primary challenge. It started for me when I, I was hearing my home phone ringing in the early nineties and I didn't even, um, I could be at the grocery store and hear my home phone. This is before I had a mobile phone. This is before they were even, you know, everybody had them. And this went on for about six months. And I was in a workshop one day and the leader said, I'm going to teach you how to listen to the wisdom of your soul. And we did the strange breathing. And he said, your soul lives in your heart and put your attention here. And, and so I did the breathing and he said, ask your heart what it wants you to know. And, and I was very flippant and I said, okay, soul, you know, what do you want me to know? And I heard a voice. And the voice said, I've been calling and you haven't answered. And I flash back to that phone ringing that happened for six months. I could be in California or it didn't matter. I could hear it. And that was the beginning of my relationship. And it told me to start writing and I would start the journaling, which you ladies mentioned. And, and I would look through that journal over the months. I would go back and review it. And the messages were so clear, the guidance. And so that's how it actually started for me. That's beautiful. A literal wake-up call. <laughs> yes, literal. It was really bizarre to hear a home phone ringing in the grocery store when I didn't have a mobile phone and people didn't, you know, the phone's ringing yeah. in the grocery store now. They didn't back then, right? Yeah. <laughs> I love that. I love mm -hmm. that. So, Anna, how does yours show up for you? Mm, it's definitely, just like LaRue just mentioned, it's a smorgasbord. However... <laughs> It's a knowing that is the, the one that I, that, I, that I sense the most, right? It's this knowing, which is very confusing because if, if at least I heard something, right, which I do sometimes, and I could say, okay, I hear it, it's clear. But knowing gets 
gets definitely mixed up with my ego, with my mind. So, so those fine tuning that relationship and that certainty and trust has definitely been a game that I had to step up. So it's a knowing and it, it's not even, I mean, there are body sensations for sure, but it's just literally, I remember when I was a kid in school and I had answers, I just knew answers without studying. And I can look back and say, that's why I knew it because I had this very sharp intuition. But at a time, if I didn't have a reason why I knew it or proof how I got to it, right? There was really, it, it was discarded. So, so I know also that in my childhood, I learned how to not listen to it. <laughs> See, I, I feel you on that because I'm also a knower. Yeah. And it's like the only one of my spiritual gifts I did not shut down. Mm. And I always use the, the explanation of, well, I must have read it somewhere because right. I have a really good memory for things. Mm -hmm. But yeah, looking back, there were things I had no way of knowing that I just knew. You didn't want to play Trivial Pursuit with me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, Charlotte, how does your show up for you primarily? Yeah. How does your intuition show up for you primarily? Um, usually to start with, I hear and then I feel. I have all of them. Sometimes it comes through a smell. And so then I ask, what on earth is this about? Um, so it's definitely hearing first. For That's the primary one, a knowing um all of them come in kind of all at once mm. um so but i guess the primary that i pay attention to is the audio That's so nice. but they all <laughs> they all are having fun <laughs> they all come <laughs> in all at once but i'm just like hone in on one to get clear before you're like okay yeah <laughs> let's go with that how did your show up for you marla so it started, it's, I'm mostly clear knowing, then I have audio, and now I'm, but I'm becoming more clairvoyant. So the images are coming stronger and faster for me. That's wonderful. Yeah, I, I know as a knower, um, the thing that was mentioned earlier about your intuition comes, just the facts, no emotion attached to it. It's just, boom, here it is. That was a really important key for me because I, I could identify that, yeah, that came through without any kind of emotional charge to it. So that's intuition. And if I reacted to it a nanosecond later, I mean, that is what it is, but at least the initial part, <laughs> it was intuition for me. I love that. So here's a, a more interesting uh, slippery situation that I know I ran into very early on. Uh, my ego likes to come in and sort of hijack things. Uh, an example of that is I was told uh, just about five years ago that I was going to have a radio show. And it was a very clear, intuitive, knowing thing. And my ego immediately took that over and put together a plan of what has to happen and what I need to go find and blah, 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 to make all of that happen. <laughs> and it was not the moment for that to happen. Um, which I realized later on, but how, what are your signs? How do you become aware that your ego has kind of gone in and hijacked the intuitive train? I actually feel it. 
I, I, there's a there's a difference. Like in the very beginning, when I heard the the phone ringing and started the journaling, in my journaling of messages, I could literally feel where where it, as I was journaling, where it would switch from from wisdom, true intuitive wisdom, to my head. I could and I could feel it. So now I'm able to feel that distinction between what's the message I'm getting, you know, like mm-hmm. in your case, like a radio show. And then when the mind takes off, it's if, if by journaling, ladies, I so agree with you, journal the stuff and you go back and you read it, you build a body of evidence for you to study of your own yeah. life. Right. And then you go back and you can see it there and you'll be able to recognize, wow, this felt, it's really subtle, subtly yeah. different when it's switched from, from soul to ego. And you'll be able to recognize that. I want you to go deep into those feelings. Describe the soul feeling for me. Describe the ego feeling for me. Oh, boy. That's very good. Well, ego feelings, it feels like the energy is is like from here up. Like Like there's uh, there's your neck and above. Yeah. Yeah. It's there's definitely activity. I'm a very like in the moment, you know, unless I'm really observing, I may not. No, but if I'm really observing, I can tell all the energy is emanating from here. From from your head and like from swirling around your mind. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And my mind is very busy. And I don't know if this is going to make sense or not, but it's also very linear. It's like, it's almost like the thoughts I'm thinking are moving, like you're reading a book, like on this linear line. Yeah. This, then this, then that. Yeah. A soul is not, it's, 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 it's outside of time, which runs linear, right? Right. Time is linear. Soul mm -hmm, is not. Yeah. Yeah. It's more, it's just present. There's a calm, there's a stillness. I think stillness is a real key description Mm -hmm. for me. There's a real, real stillness about when it's a true intuition. Okay, beautiful. When it's coming from up here, there's not stillness at all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Victoria, how, yeah. Do, how do you know when your ego's taking I charge of things? I love this question. Things? And I love hearing what LaRue said because I have such a similar experience. It's just validating to hear you say that. Um, before I started hearing intuition for myself, I started you know, learning from other teachers and healers and going to psychics and, and that kind of thing. And I would know when they were in their intuition and when they were in their mind. And I don't, you know, at the time I didn't really know, I could just tell people are like, they're flowing, they're not flowing. And it it really was good because I would be able to tune into what parts I really want to listen to and what parts I, you know, could safely discard. And, (laughs) you know, for me, I do the same thing now with myself. I tune in for me, again, it's energetic and intuition feels clear. It feels calm. It feels alive. When people go into their mind, I can't describe it. There's a deadness quality to it. There's mm. a flatness and it just, it, it feels kinesthetically different. And so when I even catch myself, if I'm giving a reading or I'm working with a client and I hear myself go into the things that I always say, you know, cause we all have our things that we always say, even though so I know we're all brilliant, beautiful women and, and we probably say really good stuff. Well, and, and they may but, be very wise. <laughs> right. But I will tune in if I hear myself say something that I say a lot, right. Cause our thoughts tend to like to repeat themselves. I tune in and I get present and I make sure, ah, you know, is this something that is meant to come through today? Or is this just, you know, my old program or my own tape playing? And usually it is my intuition, but I always like to check and discern and, and 
for me, it's just checking in and seeing what that feels like. Yeah, absolutely. Marla. Well, um, so I, I get a buzzing around my head when things go energetically, when I'm getting my intuition, my guidance. Um, what I find is when I, if I start, if I'm guiding someone and all of a sudden, very much like everyone else said, you know, there's something that sounds egoic gets said by me. I know that I'm out of my, my flow. I'm in ego and I have to pull my consciously pull myself back in and just, you know, breathe back into it and continue. Give me an example of something that sounds egoic. I know I'm really pushing. <laughs> you are. And I'm trying to, to think of an example. Um, I know I have many, but I'm trying to think of an appropriate example. <laughs> <laughs> We, we don't worry about our uh, viewer rating here. <laughs> we, we are not PG. We're not R. We're, we're like way out there. <laughs> no. So I like somebody would call me. I'll give you an example. I got a call and they were talking about um, why is all this happening with me? Sometimes you need just regular conversations to guide people. Yeah. But sometimes you need to have your intuition. And, you know, if I start in my intuition, but then all of a sudden I'm saying, well, what I'm feeling is, and then it goes into more of an, uh, something you would say from the ego. Um, but you, you know, you can't take it so seriously. You mm. can't, that's an ego statement, but yeah. the, it's not that it's an untrue statement. You can't take it personally, or you can't, this isn't about that's ego and, or that's human rather than intuitive. They still have their place because sometimes you have to make it a mixed media kind of message for people mm -hmm. for them to understand it. Cause sometimes if you're going strictly from spirit, sometimes they, they just sort of like brush it away. Like it's not uh, valid. It's, yeah. It's not relevant to me. This is, this right. is some, yeah. Airy fairy thing doesn't apply. Exactly. Yeah. And then you have to get more concrete and say, this is, it does. Some people need that. They're <laughs> yeah. called spiritual kicks. <laughs> oh, 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 yes. I've had a few of those. <laughs> so Anna, how do you know when your ego has taken over the bus? So the whole entire time Marla was trying to, um, to recall an example, what keeps coming in is, but how, as soon as yes. I hear anybody or myself say, but how I know it's ego. <laughs> yes. Because the ego is very tied up with how this is going to happen. And yes. I find that the, the synchronicities are nothing you could even remotely imagine. Nope. No, no. <laughs> and if you try to, so to, to LaRue and Victoria's point, it goes straight into analytical. What are the steps, right? Your mind tries mm -hmm. to think through who will it be? How will it happen? Right. And mm -hmm. it, it absolutely hijacks the, the conversation. And if we step back into in, when, I, when I feel my, my soul speak to me, my intuition speak to me, it's like a honey in my body. It mm. literally feels like this warmth filling in my chest, right? So I go right, as soon as I hear myself ask, but how, I go straight into the honey flowing. Yeah, it's like, right okay, let that go. <laughs> yeah. yeah, what is the most extraordinary way it could happen that I can't even imagine? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because that's usually how it happens. I had a guest on recently who she was manifesting a house for her 
family of 12. Okay. So it's going to be a massive home, right? And she had seen this house and she knew it was to be her house and all of the feelings were there about the house. Uh, But she couldn't, she had no idea how this was supposed to happen. It was not on the market. It was not this, that, or the other. And at work, someone came to her and said, you know, I think you'd be amazing for this new initiative we have going on. Uh, I want you to be part of the committee. And she got the nudge that, yes, she should be part of that committee. And they're in the committee discussing how to make this happen. And she she was like, well, let's bring in the Boys and Girls Club or something like that. And, oh, okay. And everybody liked that. It felt good. They went that direction. They bought in the Boys and Girls Club. And as they're going through this project for work, she gets to know the director of this chapter of the boys and girls club who has this amazing huge house for sale on the market (laughs) which was the one she was supposed to manifest now that's following the intuition because that there there was no way that you'd have ever come up with it well i'm gonna go do this 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 and this and meet the guy that owns this house (laughs) i love that so Charlotte, how do you know when your ego has uh, popped out in spiritual clothes? Uh, It hasn't happened in so long. I'm not real sure because (laughs) I just stay in flow now. So ego knows where its place is and usually doesn't bother me. The only thing I can think of as of recent is having the human frustrations of people and dealing with them. Mm. Yeah. I think that's where the ego comes into play of like, no, they did you wrong. You need to stand up and say something and get all ego going. Yeah, exactly. That's, the the Thanksgiving the only- dinner <laughs> where, yeah. where Uncle Joe comes out with his political, whatever it is for the 14 millionth time. Yes. <laughs> I, I think that's the only where it really comes out anymore is when I get and it, and it's in business like the behind the scenes dealing with you know technical things exactly like, to get the frustration I think that's where my ego comes into play at this point because when I'm working and you know you're in flow don't really Absolutely. get involved. Okay, that's fabulous. We're coming up on our next break here. I would invite all of you out there who are listening to us. There's this wonderful phone number that happens over the breaks where you can call in with questions. And we would love it for you to call in and ask us a question if there's a a matter that you've been pondering or a challenge that's coming up for you. We're here to help with that. Uh, And hang with us through the break. We will be right back. This is the Voice America Influencers Channel. Be inspired. Hey, beautiful soul. Sophia Renea Morales here. I've been doing Sovereign Self for over a year now, and I would like to hear from you. Tell me what you want to hear in coming shows. Go to TellZofia, that's T-E-L-L-Z-O-F-I-A.com. Drop me a quick note and let me know. How has this show supported you? Where should we go next? Or are you perfectly content with where we're going at the moment? That's TellZofia.com. Your opinion is critical in informing where I take the show next. Thank you so much and live soul first. In a Realm is a free monthly holistic health magazine that promotes total health and wellness of body, mind, and spirit. 
We're a much-loved community resource for both alternative and traditional healing. We're in our 24th year of educating our readers about innovative therapies aimed at stress reduction, emotional healing, diet modification, energy healing, body movement therapies like yoga and tai chi, and so much more. Restore your soul, find your balance, and elevate your life with Inner Realm. Find us at innerrealmmagazine.com. Get Unchained. Tune in every Monday for Jane Unchained on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Featuring nationally recognized, best-selling author, TV journalist, and social media influencer, Jane Velez Mitchell. This program takes you inside a trending lifestyle that's the next wave of human evolution. It all starts on your plate. If you want to revolutionize your life, get happier, more energized, then discover the secret. Tune in to Jane Unchained Mondays at 10 a.m. Pacific Time and 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. You are listening to Sovereign Self with Sophia Renea Morales. We'd love to hear from you on the show today. Call in to 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795. Or if you'd prefer, send an email to asksophia at transformationspace.co. Now, back to Sovereign Self. Thank you for hanging in with us through the break. This is Sophia Renea Morales. And as before the break, I have the amazing Marla Goldberg, Victoria Shaw, Anna Kowalska, LaRue Epler, and Charlotte Clark with me today. And uh, we discussed all kinds of wonderful things about intuition before we went to the break. One of the things that I forget, was it Marla brought up, um, said something about uh, stepping back from the question and quieting your mind in order to make space for the intuition to arrive. I would love to hear from you ladies. What is your favorite way to quiet your mind? What's the one that works the best for you? Marla. I'll step in with, I like to quiet my, by breathing, slow, deep breaths. Um, very deliberate. Sometimes I'll count the breaths, you know, so many seconds in holding for so many seconds, so many seconds out. And that will really get me grounded again and back into out of my head and into the spirit realm. Nice. Nice. Charlotte, what's your favorite way to quiet your mind? Uh, I think I just go out on the back porch away from everybody and just listen to my wind chimes. Mm, Beautiful. Get into nature and really just be with it. Yeah. Yeah. I just vacate from people and go to my own quiet zone. I like that. This plug from people. <laughs> yes. Anna, what's your favorite way? Definitely nature, but I have to brag because it's literally sitting right by me. I doodle. Oh. So I'll sit there. You know, I was playing with prosperity. I'll sit there and I'll just allow my mind to go into my hand and mind, just go into space and it just clears everything. And then there is space. Yes. Very nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
LaRue, what's your favorite way to clear your mind? Yeah, um, well, I'm going to ditto Marla. You know, if I'm asking, you know, I need guidance from my intuition, I will definitely do some deep breathing and sometimes counting and holding my breath until I can really feel that softness within me. Mm-hmm. Um, but at other times, like if something's really going on in my life and my mind is really active, I will do a mind dump. I will just put my fingers on the keyboard or pick up a pen and paper and I will just let it rip. You know, sometimes I'll make up words to express the emotion <laughs> or whatever is in there. You know, sometimes I'll make up cuss words and just get it out. And then there is a place where it happens where the mind just gets so quiet. Mm -hmm. So that's a thing I do when my mind is super, super, super busy. Yeah. Well, and I find when my mind gets super busy like that, the brain dump is helpful. But the other thing that helps me is to bring the body down with it. And so tapping, super, super simple tapping. I don't, I don't bother with like all the points around the eyes or whatever. I've got this one right below my collarbone that it's like, I can reach it. It's easy. This is what I'm going to tap on until my body comes out of that adrenaline space. And if it's really super intractable after I've done all of these things, the breathing and the writing and the the tapping, uh, I will get a rock that feels really good and grounding to me. I call my crystals rocks. So, I mean, this isn't usually something out of the garden, but something that's been polished and shaped. And I will, I will hold that in my receptive hand. And if it's really extreme, I will <clears throat> soak myself in a bath of warm water mm. because that is guaranteed to like take the rest of that adrenaline rush out of it and really put my brain into that neutral space is that just surrounding myself in warm water <laughs> mm-hmm. will, will do it every time. Every time. I love it. Any excuse for a bath, I'll take. Ah, you know, <laughs> and it doesn't matter what time of day it is. Yep. It can be 1.30 in the afternoon or 3 a.m. <laughs> I love that because it's so kinesthetic. I mean, talk about you're, you're going to feel the warm water. It gets you right into feel, doesn't it? Yeah, exactly. Because I'm so normally up in the head and the mind. I, I very deliberately have to put myself into that sensation feeling mode yeah absolutely oh i like that (laughs) (laughs) so ladies we've talked about intuition all the way through this um what is where does intuition come from in your experience your understanding of it now we're going to get really deep Anna. Wow. It's such a, it is a great question. And I think depending on the time of the day, I could probably come up with a different answer. So let me just go into whatever it's coming in right now. <sighs> Intuition is me. That's, that's been enscuffed by human experience. Mm. That's pure. That's I don't know. I don't even use word scoffed, literally just <laughs> and scoffed by human experience, period. <laughs> I like that. Marla, where does intuition come from? I think it's a joint um, collaboration between higher self, Gaia, whatever you want to call in my, in my own my own soul. 
And I think it comes together and to give me the information. I love that. That's beautiful. LaRue. Intuition. Yes, again, again, ditto to everything already said. Um, can we really ever describe where it comes from? Can our brains ever really understand it? You know, probably not because the mind wants to make up words and describe it. But, you know, there is there is an intelligence with within us. You know, it makes our heart beat 4,000 times in one hour. This hour we've been together, our heart has beat 4,000 times. And we never had to tell it one time to be. And that's just one hour. And so there's, a, there's an intelligence that we cannot fathom that has you know, put planets in space for billions of years. And I believe we're one with that intelligence. And that to me is indescribable, but it is very real. And it's, it's the power that, that makes the body, that animates the body, that keeps us alive. And that's the intelligence that I think we're tuning into when we deliberately choose to have a relationship with our intuition. Nice. Charlotte, tell me where you feel intuition comes from. What is intuition actually? I believe that it's like our soul telling us how to guide us because we're all souls having a human experience. Absolutely. Victoria, would you like to share with us what your experience, in your experience, what's intuition? Uh, you've got to unmute yourself, love. Whoops. I mean, now you can hear me. Now we can hear you. <laughs> um, and I had to duck out a minute. So I apologize for that. But uh, for me, I think of intuition as like your spiritual GPS system. And so it's, you know, like Charlotte said, we're all humans. We're all spirits having human experience. And that intuition is that part that keeps you connected to your true spiritual essence. And um, it's always there for you. I love that. That's beautiful. And since you stepped away, you missed out on this other question. I want to hear your okay. answer to it. Um, you know, Marla mentioned that it's important to step back from things and to make some quiet space in order to really hear your intuition. So how do you quiet your mind? What's your favorite method for getting that quiet space? Ah, well, when I work with people and I do readings for other people, I usually just drop in. And I don't know, it just is sort of automatic. I just get in the zone. I, mm -hmm. I usually say a little prayer to kind of set the energy that helps me, but I don't know. I can't explain it. I just drop down and it happens in my personal life. Um, that's where I feel like, I, you know, you need a little more. That, that's where the challenge comes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, so all sorts of practices, um, you know, for me, it's going for long walks being in nature, being around water is a big one for me, uh, taking a shower, walking by the beach. Sometimes I will write. And my new favorite thing that I do since becoming a podcaster, this is now my new favorite <laughs> tool. I talk to myself. I go wow. for walks. I have my tape recorder. And if I have a question or something that I want guidance on, I will ask my guides while I walk, and I will walk and talk with myself. And I, I sort of give myself a little therapy session or the kind of work that I do um, into my tape recorder, but it's been really magical. And I get a lot of good information that way. And again, I have that, that chance later to listen back to the recordings because um, sometimes I need to hear it again. 
Um, but sometimes it's yeah. also super validating because I'll be like, wow, that was good. That, that stand out. <laughs> yeah, I, I find if I'm going to uh, talk out the answer to a question, I definitely need a tape recorder because I yeah. seem to be an unconscious channel in that like my brain will not remember what comes through intuitively <laughs> like that. So yeah, a recording is yeah. super important for me. I think that's common though, the memory thing. Most people I talk to say that when you're in that intuitive brain, you don't remember. Yeah, you, you um, just don't. As a counselor, and, and, that's gotten me in trouble sometimes. <laughs> I was going to say, I, I, on Tuesday evenings, when I do the spirit talks, we'll discuss different things in class and I just let it flow through. And we were in class the, a week or so ago and someone said, and you said, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, wow, that was really profound. And I don't remember saying that at all. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. That's beautiful. So quickly before we leave, I know some of us have mentioned talking to our guides. Uh, how do you tell the difference between your guides talking to you and your intuition speaking to you? Because I think there's perhaps a difference sometimes. Or do you not tell the difference? I, I don't any longer. So my journey brought me to a point of acknowledging that it's all coming from the same place. And almost took me through, it almost this realization took me through realizing that I might have been given away my power at some point to something, right? Saying, oh my God. And I hear people, and there's nothing wrong with that. It's a journey. We are where we are. But I hear people say sometimes, oh, my guides, my guides instructed me. And I'm like, you just gave your power over to something, not realizing that it's all coming from the same place. So mm -hmm. today, for me, it's all the same. <laughs> <laughs> Marla. I agree with Anna. I mean, I don't hear a, a separate voice for a guide to spirit. It all sounds the same or feels the same for me. Mm -hmm. Victoria. I often use the term guides when I'm working with people because I want them to know it's not me and it's not coming from me and it's a the, good shorthand. The human but you, yeah. Exactly. Um, but I also agree it comes from one place. And the only time I hear a specific guide is when my client needs that information. Um, oh, yes. You know, or if I need the, sometimes I just need, you know, to know that there's there's energies on the other side supporting me. And sometimes I will see them in human form, but, or a client needs that. Um, but for the most part, I, I agree. I just ask for the highest guidance and I trust that I get what the highest guidance will come through. That's beautiful. Thank you so much for joining me today, ladies. It's been an amazing conversation. I thank you for taking time out of your busy schedules to come do this. I would love to remind all of you out there in listener land who've joined us today or on the replays uh, that you can learn more about these amazing ladies, SovereignSelf.media. And if you'd like to come play with me on Tuesday evenings, uh, go to bit.ly, that's B-I-T dot L-Y slash spirit talks one s-p-i-r-i-t-t-a-l-k-s numeric one ten dollars to join me for an hour and a half on tuesday evenings and we have so much fun and until next week go out and live soul first thank you for being a part of our program this week sovereign self can be heard live every monday at 7 p.m eastern time and 4 p.m pacific time on the voice america influencers channel Please join host Sophia Renea Morales again next week, right here 